Good morning. How's everybody feeling today? Everybody's ready for another hot day? That was a beautiful week. A couple of uh, for a week we were uh, we were enjoying the weather and um, it was a beautiful thing. So thank you for being here with us. Uh, we are glad that you're worshiping with us. Uh, if you're here for the first time, uh, we want to thank you for making the time to worship with us today. We are here to help people find and follow Jesus. That is our main goal. And so I hope that if you belong to this church, you are doing that in every day of your life. You are finding people and helping them to follow Jesus. Um, today I want to start us to, uh, thinking about the fact that your decisions are your results. That, that is something you cannot get away from. Whatever you decide in your life, that are, those are your results. So whatever you are experiencing in life is the result of the decisions that at some point you had made in your life. Your external decisions will depend. Your external decisions will depend on what you have in your heart. Your decisions will be made with early or heavenly wisdom. Because there are two types of wisdom. So every day we get up, from the moment we wake up, from the moment we wake up we decide what kind of attitude we're going to have through the day. We make a decision, what, kind of, what, what are the clothes that I'm going to wear? How am I going to handle myself today? Every day we wake up and decide to make decisions. Our decisions are our results. So whatever decisions you made yesterday or a month ago or two months ago have resulted in what you're experiencing now. Maybe years ago you made decisions and now you are experiencing the result of those decisions. Eventually you will experience the result of your decisions. The decisions you make today are going to be the results of tomorrow. So last week Pastor Roy was talking about the words that you decide to use in your life. What kind of words do you decide to use in your life? Even when you speak to other people, you, you make a decision. And how are you going to talk to these people? How are you going to talk to them? What kind of words are you going to use? And the Bible is clear to say when it, when it says that we, you know, our words can give life and our words can destroy people also. So every day, we don't just make decisions about what kind of clothes I'm going to wear, what kind of, uh, you know, what kind of attitude I'm going to be uh, living with uh, during that day, or, or, or even the kind of words that I'm going to use. Every single day in life is all about making decisions. So what are your decisions going to depend on? How are you going to make those decisions? What, what is that going to depend on? If you make good decisions, what is that going to depend on? And if you make bad decisions, what is that going to depend on? You will decide based on the wisdom that you have. You will decide based on the, what is true to you. You will decide based on the wisdom that you have. And your external world is a reflection of your internal decisions. The internal decisions that you make in your heart is what you're going to show in the external world, in your external world. Your decisions are your results. Make decisions applying God's word, God's wisdom in your life. So when I talk about talking about making choices, making decisions, today we are going to continue our study in the book of James. And the reason I'm talking about decision making is because... Good decisions are going to be the result of the type of wisdom you have. Bad decisions are going to be the result of the type of wisdom you have. And you might be asking, Pastor Oscar, what are you talking about? It's because there is two types of wisdoms in life. There is heavenly wisdom. There is earthly wisdom. There is godly wisdom. There is demonic wisdom. So we, we, reality is that we make decisions based in either or. So a lot of times you make decisions based on what you know about God. But a lot of times you make decisions based on what society tells you that you have to be like. 
So one of them is God's God's wisdom. The other one is demonic wisdom. That's what the Bible calls it. So when we talk about making choices in life, uh, as we continue in our study in the book of James today, I I want us to see something really quick. Because if we are going to use wisdom in our life, and what kind of wisdom we decide to use, we need to understand where James has taken us so far. So we're going to look at the next slide, uh, and, and we're going to see that James so far, James told us from chapter 1 through 3, we, we have seen, we, we have gone through about almost, almost done with the third chapter now. But James is telling us, but we need, uh, we need God's wisdom to go, to go through trials. As we go through trials, chapter 1 told us, we need God's wisdom. So, as you go through trials, James told us that if you need wisdom in that process, ask God for wisdom. He will not deny you. Ask God for wisdom, because as you go through trials, chapter 1 told us, you need wisdom. We need God's wisdom as we are tempted. Chapter 1 also told us that. Verse 13 through uh, 15, uh, you know, you need God's wisdom as you go through trials, but you need God's wisdom as you go through temptations. We need God's wisdom as you apply the Word of God in your life. As you apply His Word, you need God's wisdom because we got to be doers of the Word and not just hearers of the Word. We need God's wisdom as we become doers of the Word. We need God's wisdom as we, the way we treat others. Because chapter 2, the end of chapter 1, beginning of chapter 2, it talks about being wise as how you deal, how you treat other people. We need God's wisdom as the way we control our words. The kind of words we have, the kind of behavior we have, we need God's wisdom. If we don't use God's wisdom, the other choice is we're going to end up using the world's wisdom. And the world's wisdom is basically completely against what God wants for us. Completely against. And so as we use the wisdom of God, and James keeps on telling us, Either whether, whether you go through trials, or if you're being tempted, anything you're going through, and if you apply God's Word, and the way you treat other people, the way you talk to other people, the way you behave in life, you need God's wisdom. And then he goes into verse 13 of chapter 3, and says, Who is wise and understanding among you? So he's been talking about, you guys got to live with wisdom. You guys have to act with wisdom through trials, through temptations, how you deal with other people, how you use your words, how you behave. You have to do it with God's wisdom. But who is wise and understanding among you? So then he asked the question, are you guys really wise and understanding? So whoever is wise and understanding, he says, among you, let him show by their good life, by deeds, done in humility that comes from wisdom. So if you're wise, if you're understanding, if you have understood everything James has been talking about, so then you need to show that by the good life that you live. It's so easy to say things with words. It's so easy to say that I am, you know, I'm, I'm a wise person, I'm a smart person, I do this, I do that. It's easy to talk. But whatever we talk, we got to back it up with what we do. My actions are important. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show by their good life. So the only way you're going to show this is by the way you behave in life. By the way you do your deeds done with the attitude of humility that comes from wisdom. Now, you have two choices, he says. But, here you go. If you harbor bitter envy, selfish selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. So however you behave, if you behave with selfishness, with selfish ambition, with bitter envy, if you have bitterness in your heart, do not boast about it. Don't boast about it saying, I'm making the right decisions, I'm behaving the best way, I'm treating people the best way, I'm... I'm Dealing with a temptation and trials in a best way. Don't, don't boast about it, he says. 
Because such a wisdom, verse 15, does not come down from heaven, but is earthly and spiritual and is even demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder in, in every evil practice. So the wisdom that comes from the world, the wisdom that comes from the influence of demons in the world, the wisdom that comes from unspiritual, when you don't consider, when you take, when you don't take God in consideration, that, that, that type of wisdom, the only thing that it does is that brings disorder in your life and every evil practice, James says. So he's asking, who is wise and who is wise and understanding among you? Because I've been teaching you about all this, as James is telling us. I've been teaching you about how to behave. I've been teaching you about how to use your words. I've been teaching you how to deal with other people. So are you really wise and understanding? So if you're really wise and understanding, James says, this is the way you show it. You show it with your life. But don't boast about it. And you have to examine yourself that if you, are, if you are behaving with envy, with bitterness, selfish ambition, such a wisdom is not the wisdom of God. Don't we see that a lot in our society today? So much selfishness. Everybody wants things their own way. We don't think about what God wants. We just think about what we want. And if we don't get things our way, we get angry. We get angry. We get so angry. And we wonder why our society is so, so much disorder in our society. Or am I wrong with that? We get so much disorder. We get so many evil practices today. People are trying to justify that there is more than two genders, for example. That is not God's wisdom. But a lot of times, we fall into the, same, into the same trap. And the reason we fall into the same trap is because we don't want to offend people. Yeah, well, we don't want to tell them they're wrong. Because if we tell them they're wrong, oh man, they're not going to like me. And a lot of times, we fall into the same wisdom the world has. And James is saying, so if you, if you live this way, don't say you're wise according to God. Because verse 17, he says, but the wisdom that comes from heaven is different than the wisdom he talked about it in verse 14 through verse 16. The wisdom that comes from heaven is first, first of all, is pure. It's pure. It's peace loving. If you see peace and a lot of love in our society today, then I'm wrong. But that's not what I see. It, the wisdom that comes from heaven is considerate. In other words, it has other people, considers other people's feelings. And, and, and it, it's, it's wise in the way they, 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 uh, they express themselves. It's submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. And it results in being a peacemaker who sow in peace, reap, and the peacemakers who sow in peace, reap a harvest of righteousness. So making wise choices. A, a big part of life is about making choices in life. We make choices from the moment we wake up, like I said it before, you know, from, to, to the moment we go to bed. Life itself is full of decisions. Now the question again I'm going to ask the same question I asked in the beginning. You know, how do you make your choices? With God's wisdom or with early wisdom? And again, have you ever thought about the fact that every decision you made in your life has brought you to the point where you are right now? A lot of times we blame other people for what's going on in our lives. And, and, and there is a certain amount of truth on that. A lot of times, some people are responsible for doing something wrong against us. But at some point, we made decisions that made it probably worse. And it gives us the results that we are experiencing today. So there is a point where we have to take responsibility for some of those decisions. And the same way we take responsibility for getting into trouble, we got to take responsibility in how to get out of trouble. But the only way you're going to do that is when you use God's wisdom. 
at all times you find yourself making decisions, whether it's the humor you wake up with each morning, whether it's, it's the colors that you're going to wear throughout the day, uh, the people you'll share with, uh, you know, what you're going to eat, what you're going to read, what you're going to hear. You decide what's going to come into your heart, into your life. And, and as James uh, said last week, you also choose the type of words you're going to use, whether you're going to edify people, you're going to destroy people. You're going to do that based on the wisdom you use in your life. Every decision you make, you will make it dependent on the wisdom that you apply in your life. So this is another test of faith. Remember, James has been testing our faith. James has been telling us, how can we put to test our faith? You know, if we go to trials, this is the way you react if you have, uh, if you have living faith. If you go through temptations, this is the way you react to temptations when you have real faith. So, so far, he's gone to this point, and he's telling us, if you have real faith, this is the way you make your choices. You make your choices based on God's wisdom, not on earthly wisdom. Not on society's wisdom. Because early wisdom, society's wisdom, is influenced by the selfishness of human beings. Because society wisdom is made based on the influence the demons themselves have in their society. Pretty strong, pretty strong statements. But I'm staying right behind them. If you possess real faith in your heart, it's shown by your actions. James has been telling us, you know, this in three different ways. By the words that you use, by the way you treat other people, and by the way you relate to yourself and the world. So when James is telling us all these things, it's because we need God's wisdom in our lives. Because your decisions are your results. So, so you have to be wise according to the wisdom of God. So let me go back to the first verse that we saw here. The first verse that we read when he says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Your wisdom will be shown not in what you say. I don't, I don't really care how much you know. As a matter of fact, if I don't know something, all I have to go is go and put it on a search engine in the computer, right? And I already have 20 million uh, opinions about what I want to know. So we live in an era of information so it's not about information so a lot of people think they're wise just because they know a lot that doesn't make you wise let me tell you i'll tell you in a minute why but your wisdom will be shown not in what you say but in how you live your life remember wisdom in chapter one is is basically acting you know according to you know you act with wisdom in trials and temptations you act with wisdom in how you deal with people and uh, in verse 14 and verse 26 wisdom is shown by your actions in, in chapter 2 wisdom is different than knowledge wisdom it's applying what you know it's living according to what you know it's not just saying you know it wisdom is living in a proper sense of values it's living in lie of what is true and what is right and what is lasting. That is wisdom. You live according to that. As a matter of fact, the Hebrew idea of wisdom is practical. The Hebrew idea of wisdom is practical. And we know that we got the Bible from there. And the wisdom, uh, 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 the Hebrew idea of wisdom is practical. So it, it, the Hebrew idea is that it is the ability to make the right choices in life. If you are a wise and understanding person, as the verse, verse 1 says, verse 13, then you show it by the good life, it says in that verse. I, I, like, I like the way, it's, it, the way James is thinking about this. Because, let, let's put the verse, let's go to the next slide. It shows that you show it by the good life. By deeds done in humility that comes from wisdom. So now the first place where wisdom starts is in the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So fear of the Lord means you respect God. 
Do you think that's the way most people are making decisions nowadays? Do you think most people are making decisions with that wisdom, with God's wisdom? And they take in consideration respect for God when they make the decisions they're making? Most people are not doing that nowadays. So the wisdom that we're seeing through society... The wisdom we're looking at, we're seeing in a lot of schools and, and, and even in the government. And I don't get political, but I just want to say that. The wisdom we see everywhere is based on selfish ambition. And not based on the respect for God. The beginning of wisdom is you are called, you are told to respect God. When you learn to respect God, then your decisions that you make after that, you're going to make decisions, and the decisions you make after that, you're going to make them based on that respect you have for God. Whatever you do in your life, whatever you do after you go out through those doors, if you make them by, you know, based on the respect you have for God, you will make better decisions. Because you respect God this is what I'm going to do. Because I respect God, this is how I'm going to talk to people. Because I respect God, this is the way I'm going to, uh, 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 this is the way I'm going to behave during trials. Because I respect God, this is the way I'm going to behave when I'm tempted. Because I respect God, this is the way I'm going to behave in my school. Because I respect God, this is the way I'm going to live in my house. This is the way I'm going to treat my wife. This is the way I'm going to treat uh, my husband. Because I respect God, this is the way I'm going to behave. I'm going to make wise decisions based on my respect for God. The beginning of wisdom is the fear, the respect of the Lord. And we know this verse. This verse is foundational. You can only show respect for God by the way you act, not the way you talk. But, but the way you act in your life. The fool says there is no God. Isn't that what the Bible says? So they have no respect for God. Therefore, they, have, they don't have heavenly wisdom. The fool says there is no God and makes decisions not taking God in consideration. Lives his life the same way, doesn't take in, not taking God in consideration. But the wise... The wise, it's wise to acknowledge and respect God. We need this wisdom in our homes, in our churches, in our community, in our society. Now, James will show them that there are two types of wisdoms. And the two types of wisdoms, he says it in verse, from verse 14 all the way through verse 18. And first he says, you know, I'm going to show you there is wisdom that comes from, there is early wisdom. And not just early wisdom, it's human wisdom. The things they know better than God, but it's also influenced by demonic influence. That's why he says such a wisdom, verse 15, doesn't come down from heaven, but it's early and spiritual. So they don't take God in consideration. Demonic is influenced by Satan himself. Because it, more than anything, it, 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 it encouraged selfish ambition. It encouraged envy, bitterness. Selfish ambition. There you will find disorder and evil practices. So the question, and then from verse 17 through verse 18, he talks about heavenly wisdom and he gives a lot of characteristics of heavenly wisdom. The question is, to the type of faith you have, will be answered by the type of wisdom you decide to apply in your life. The type of wisdom, you decide what type of wisdom you're going to have in your life. So, th there are two things James is calling us to consider here. God's desire, my desire. God's desire is for me to be wise and understanding. God's desire for you is to be wise and understanding. But not wise with early wisdom, wise with heavenly wisdom. H how do you get heavenly wisdom? We'll see that in a minute. So he tells us about these two things. Number one, we're going to see God's desire. What, God desi what God's desire for us is, is that we have wisdom and understanding. That's why James is asking the question in verse 13. Who is wise and understanding among you? You have to decide if you're going to be a wise and an understanding person. It starts with the question, who is wise 
A, a wise person is a person that is knowledgeable, but it also lives according to that knowledge, puts in practice in their lives that knowledge. So it doesn't matter if you know all the Bible. You might know all the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, but if you don't live according to it, you're not wise. You're just a knowledgeable person. Being wise means you put into practice what you know the Bible's telling you. Being wise means you put into practice whatever knowledge you obtain in your life that is something positive for your life and the people around you, then you are wise if you put it into practice. But then he says, who is wise and understanding? And the, the word understanding here, it, it's talking about being an expert of things, being skilled at something in life. So who is wise and understanding? In other words, James is saying, who is a person that lives his or her life according to the knowledge of God, that is a wise person, and that as a result of living according to the knowledge of God, and living, you know, living life according to the knowledge of God, and as a result of that, they have become experienced and skilled in making wise decisions. So when you live according to the knowledge of God, eventually, as you go and you have experience in life, you start making decisions according to that wisdom. Then you become understanding because you become skilled. You become experienced in making the best decisions. You don't make the same dumb decisions that you make when you were 15 years old, when you were 20 years old, and now you're older and you're growing and you're learning. And as time goes by and experience goes by, you are experiencing, experiencing life with God's wisdom in your life, and you're experiencing life and you're making decisions based not just on the wisdom, but also in the understanding of life. And James is saying, who is like this among you? Who is a person who is wise, but is also has gained experience, obtained experience in life, so that they make the right decisions with God's wisdom? Who is a person like that among you? So he's asking us to. Who is like this again among you? Next, next James tells us, how to figure that out? How do you figure that out? Who is wise and understanding among you? And the second part of that same verse 13, he says... The only way you're going to know who is wise among you is when you show it by your good life. By the deeds done in humility that comes from wisdom. So how are you going to show that you're wise and understanding? By the way you live your life. By the way you behave. And then he gives us the two examples. If you live your life like this, these are going to be the results. If you live your life like that, these are going to be your results. So if you live your life with God's wisdom, these are going to be your results. If you live your life with early demonic wisdom, these are going to be your results. So who is wise and understanding among you? After, after James is saying basically, after showing you what a wise person according to God looks like, and what a wise person according to the world looks like, now you got to make a choice. Who is wise and understanding among you? Are you living a life that reflects your wise decisions? A good life. So do you decide who is wise and understanding? How do you decide that? I, I, I like this because James basically is telling us to, to, to look at a person's life, basically. Oh, is that a person a wise person? Or is it a, are they a fool? You know, just all you got to do is look at their life. All you got to do is look at the results of their lives because the results of their lives are the results of whatever decisions they made, whether they made it according to God or themselves. Your wisdom will be shown not in what you say, but in what you do. Remember, wisdom is, is different than knowledge. Don't forget that part. Don't forget that part. So it tells us right here to show by your good life. And, and in, verse, in verse 13 where it says to show is a command. In the Greek, it's a command. So it's basically you must, if you're wise and understanding person, you must show this wisdom, this understanding by the good life you live. In other words, show it by the way, show your wisdom with under, and understanding by the way you lead life. N notice... Notice his deeds. 
His actions are to be shown by the good life, uh, uh, by, by their deeds also. And, and the, the, the words, the idea in the Greek here is his good behavior. Is the word in Greek anastrophe. And the word in Greek anastrophe doesn't refer to a good deed here and there. So, I mean, this person does a good thing here, they do a good thing there, they do a good thing once in a while. No, no. The, the word anastrophe means this is the way of life. This is your way of life. This is an entire way of life. So if you're wise and understanding, you live life, you live your entire way of life. And, and I want to make sure we don't misunderstand this. I'm not saying you are, you're going to be perfect in making all your decisions because we are not perfect. As a matter of fact, James says that in, in, in the beginning of chapter 3, that, that we are not perfect. We will make mistakes. But your entire way of life, it, it's going to be led by God's wisdom for the most part. And you are going to have a way of life where you are making decisions with good wisdom and understanding. Why? Because you are making decisions based on God's wisdom, not on your wisdom, not in the world's wisdom, not in the influence of society's uh, wisdom. You're going to be making those decisions based on God's wisdom. And so it's a way of life. The entire way of life has to be good. And the word good is also the word kalas in the Greek. That has a sense of beautiful, of goodness. So that is lovely and attractive. So basically... Who is wise and understanding among you? If we summarize this, the person who has a beautiful, a good, and a lovely way of life, because, the, the, because they live according to God's wisdom, they have a lovely, they have a beautiful way of handling things in life because they are wise and understanding. They have a beautiful way of life. They have a lovely way of treating other people because they are wise, they are understanding. It's a person whose life is according to God's Word and as a result of that has developed the experience and the skills to make wise decisions in life. This person who lives a beautiful life is full of goodness and is attractive to others. That is who is wise and understanding among us. And as a Christian, that is God's desire for every believer. To live a life that will reflect that relationship with God. When you live a life that reflects that relationship with God, you live a life, who is, a life that is beautiful. A life that is attractive to other people. Some people will just say, you know what, I don't know what this person has, but definitely they have something I don't. So it's an attractive way of life. It's, it's something that is different. You behave different. You act different. But nowadays we see a lot of Christians acting exactly the same way the world acts. I'll be honest with you. There's not a whole lot of difference nowadays. Because nowadays society and the influence of the world, which is earthly wisdom, demonic wisdom has influenced the Christians to behave the same way so, they, 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 so, so that they can show that they're accepting other people and accepting their ideas. I tell people all the time, I love you. It doesn't mean I agree with your way of life, but I love you. God loves you. You are made in the image of God. So I love you. God loves you. But we don't have to agree with your way of life or the way you make decisions or the, the way you behave or the way you talk to other people. But you got to show them love. To be lovely and attractive. So, so let him show for his, for his overall beautiful, attractive, lovely manner of life, his deeds in a gentleness of humility of wisdom. So you got to be gentle. you got to be humble in the way you show that loveliness in your life. That is a person who is wise and understanding. A person who has the knowledge, but it applies God's Word in his life. A person who has developed experience and skills to make good decisions in life. A person whose life is so beautiful and attractive because of his goodness and loveliness. A person whose wisdom can, be, can, can, can help him control their own reactions because he's humble and understanding. This is a wise person. God's desire for us to be wise and understanding. And it all begins 
with the fear of the Lord. It all begins with respect of God. When you respect God, there's no way around it. When you respect God, you will do everything He says. You will treat other people how He says. You will deal with, uh, with uh, you will deal with trials the way He says. You will deal with temptation the way He says because you respect God. So basically, James is saying here, you either make your decisions in life with heavenly wisdom, which is God's wisdom, or you make it with earthly wisdom demonic wisdom and spiritual wisdom so it is, it is hard let me let me tell you this let, let me talk to you straight up it's hard to find a self-professed fool who, who likes to say i'm a fool nobody does it's so hard to find a self-professed fool most people have an elevate an unrealistic high opinion of their wisdom most people think they're wise. They have a very high opinion of their wisdom. Although they might not say it so, they do. They believe they are just as savvy as the next person and their opinion and it's better than their opinion is better than anyone else's. So James is telling us, who is wise in understanding? Let them show it. Don't tell me you're wise in understanding. Show it to me by the way you live life. That you live a beautiful life. But do you leave making the right decisions because you make the decisions based on God's respect. And if you make decisions in God's respect, do it with humility. Don't boast about it. But do it in humility. Because if you're humble, that means you are wise. Because God, God is good with you when you are humble. But He gets away from you when you are prideful. It will be shown by your style of life. So really quick, before we finish, I, I want to show you three things. We have two wisdoms, but these two wisdoms, each wisdom has three different areas. Their origin, its operation. So it has its origin. Where does it begin? It's got its operation. How, how does it, how, does, how, how is it shown in life? And it's got an outcome. It has a result. So it has the beginning. Where does it start? What's the root of it? How, how do you show it? What are the characteristics? That's its operation. So what are the characteristics of this type of wisdom? And then it has a result. You have to make a decision. How your life is based on what kind of wisdom you apply every day in your life. That's, that, that's your job to do, not mine. Mine is to, to show you what God's Word says. You decide according to the wisdom you want to use. So it's origin, it's operation, and it's outcome. So if you think you are wise, what kind of wisdom do you possess? That's what James is saying. You have to choose one. So normally, what is, you know, my desire, what is my desire? What kind of wisdom am I going to use? And then he talks about the two kind of wisdoms we've been reading about. And the number one is the early, false, dead, demonic wisdom. What's its origin? Remember, we're going to look at the origin of this wisdom, its operation, and its outcome. So really quick, what's its origin? Its origin, it says right there, such a wisdom, such a wisdom, verse 14, doesn't come down from heaven, but is early and spiritual demonic. So there are two ways people make decisions. The first one is with early, false, demonic, and spiritual wisdom. Yes, this is the way a lot of people live their lives with early mentality. In other words, no, well, society nowadays has changed. Well, the Word of God hasn't changed. The Word of God is still the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. God's, God, God hasn't changed His opinion about life. The world has. And, and the more the world changes their opinion, the more we fall into that same pattern. And so a lot of people make decisions about, you know... It, you know, with early, early wisdom 
and spiritual wisdom, influenced by the way of thinking of, and, and you know, the, the, the way the people behave, especially when we look at famous people in social media. Most people are influenced by that. As a matter of fact, they're called them, what do they call them now? Those people that do a lot of social media and get a lot of followers, what do they call them? Influencers. You know, it's simple, right? They call them influencers because they influence your way of thinking. They influence your kid's way of thinking. They influence society's way of doing things. So a lot of people say, you know what, because of that, because I know this, I know that, I heard this, I heard that, I need to do this this way. And they do things completely different than what God will do. So Adam Clark puts it in this way when he talks about early wisdom and spiritual demonic wisdom. Early wisdom is having this life only in view. So are you making decisions only thinking about this life in view? Or are you looking at eternal life? Are you thinking about eternal life when you make a decision right now? Because your eternal life can be affected by a decision you make today. Your eternal life will be affected by your decisions. Or is it on a spiritual? And James Clark says, on a spiritual, its objective is the gratification of the passions and animal propensities. So in other words, early wisdom is when you only have this life in view. You know, you worry about this life, not about your life with God. Unspiritual is when you are so selfish that you don't care about others. All you want is the gratification for yourself. Passions. Whatever you're passionate about. And, and it also says demonic, right? I like the way James Clark puts this one because, I mean, Adam Clark. Because Adam Clark says, is demonical inspired by demons. I don't know if you believe this. I do believe it. I strongly believe that a lot of things that are going around right now, a lot of things that our world and our society is, 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 uh, is practicing nowadays, it's inspired by demons themselves. The other day I was reading, I was reading something they sent me from Assist. Some of the, one of the guys from Assist sent me uh, this, uh, um, this article that I was reading where, where it's, it's talking about uh, uh, it's a girl that became a boy when they were before, uh, once she was 15 or he was 15, he or she was 15. And then, now that she or he is older, they want to turn back to be a man. And they regret it. And they're suing whoever did the, uh, the surgery because they weren't ready for it. Those are decisions influenced by Satan himself. In other words, demonic inspired. And that's what's going on in the world now. Oh, maybe you are, maybe you are a tree or a donkey in, there's a trap, a donkey's trap inside. So you're not a man, you're not a woman, you're a donkey. Okay. Oh, you're not a man, you're not, it's like, where did we, how did we get here? We, we, a simple, early, unspiritual, demonic wisdom. Demons are inspiring the society we're living in. It's inspired by demons and maintaining the soul in their indwelling influence. That is the type of wisdom we're dealing with. It is not the way that a lot of people live their lives today. Of course it is. Opposite to verse 13, what God wants from us. So that is, that, 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 that is it, its roots. Its origin is early and spiritual demonic. Oh, oh it's because everybody thinks this way. So everybody thinks this way, it's okay. So everybody go jumps off the bridge, right? You're going to go jump off the bridge too. No. No, we got to be wise in how we do things. What's its operations? The way it operates characteristics of this wisdom is because this wisdom from below, what, uh, what characterizes this wisdom? How does it operate? 
look at, there's two, two main things here. Bitter envy, bitter envy and selfish ambition. Harboring bitter envy and selfish ambition. You know that this word bitter, jealousy, bitter envy, it is a word in Greek that is, is the word picros, meaning pointed, sharp. So bitter, it's pointed, it's sharp. So in other words, it's jealousy, because it's bitter envy, bitter jealousy. It's jealousy that is sharp, that is, it's jealousy that is cutting, destructive. Having not concerns for the feelings or the welfare of others, but themselves. These are people who live, who live self-centered lives. You know anybody like that? Who live self-centered lives in the world in which their own personal ideas, desires, and standards are the measure of everything. If things, if you guys don't agree with me, I get offended. Selfish. And they're, and they're willing to hurt you, whether it's with words or physically. They're willing to hurt you by saying mean things to you just because you don't agree with them. It's bitter envy. They're sharp. And they're sharp because they, they want to sharp, they want to hurt you because you don't agree with their own ideas. These kind of people, they have their own ideas and it's got to be their way. And if, if it's not their way, it's no way. Sadly to say that in a lot of homes, we experience this in relationships. Whatever and soever, whoever serves those ends, these kind of people will consider them their friends. As long as you agree with me, you're my friend. We can get along. We can be good with each other, right? But whatever or whoever trends those ends is considered a bad and an enemy. Those are people who are engulfed in self-serving, worldly wisdom, resents anyone or anything that comes between them and their own objectives. I resent you because you didn't agree with me. They are willing to destroy anybody that comes between them and their objectives. I want what is mine. I want what I think is best because I think it's best because I'm the only one who's right. That. Right there is bitter jealousy, bitter envy. But it's not just bitter jealousy, it's also selfish ambition. And again, I think it's important that we understand that we have to examine ourselves. Are we acting this way? Or are we acting the way God wants us to act, which we'll see in a minute? Selfish ambition. It's a selfish ambition in your hearts, it says. What is selfish ambition? It is when you are in love with your own ideas instead of the Lord Jesus. You love your own ideas so much that you don't care what anybody says. You don't even care what the Bible says. These are my own ideas. We struggle to promote our own ideas and our own success rather than promoting God. Believers with true wisdom, with heavenly wisdom, avoid envy and selfish ambitions that results in confusion and evil. This is a person who is contentious and extremely selfish. This was a single word in Greek, you know that? Eritheia. Eritheia is the word selfish ambition, is the word eritheia, which, which it, it is a word that was used closely associated with those who saw high political office. Do you think people in high political office, most of them, have selfish ambitions? Let me tell you one thing. I'll tell you something. This is the only political thing I'm going to say today, because I don't like to get into that. Political people with selfish ambitions only want to use you for their own benefits. We have to think the way God wants us to think. We have to make decisions based on what God says. Not what these people are saying. Look at where we are right now. We're in, such a tr we're in so much trouble right now. I mean, we are experiencing so many nasty things. Nasty things completely against God. Because all they care is for their selfish. So whatever, whatever is going to help their selfish ambitions, they promote that. 
where there is one, where there is one group or the other group or the other group. No matter who it is, they're selfish. They're, they're politicians. Come on. Let's wake up. We've got to look at what God says. Theocracy, not democracy. Theocracy is what God's opinion is. God's opinion has wisdom for the best. He knows what's best for you and me. These people don't. All they care is their own pocket. That they still use their money for their own selfish ambitions. Arrogant. That's what that word means. Arrogant. Ultimately, the ultimate goal is to get where they want to get, no matter who they run over. Sounds familiar? All you got to do is look at the news. It doesn't matter what channel you look at. They're all the same. Now, humility. A person whose motives are based on the world's wisdom, not on God's wisdom. He comes from the influence of the world. It's unspiritual. It has nothing to do with God. And he comes from Satan himself. That's the origin. And what they do is when you tell them, when you call it out, they deny the truth. Look at what it says. Denying, do not boast about it or deny the truth. So they deny the truth and say, that's not true. That's not what I'm doing. Have you ever confronted anybody before and you tell them, hey, what you're doing here is wrong. No, I'm not doing anything wrong. I didn't do that. I just saw you doing it. You just said it. Hold on, let me rewind it again. It's cool that we have these cameras today, right? So today is like, boop. Oh, you didn't say it? Hold on, let me take you to court. I'll show you what you said. I'll show you what you did. But these people, their early demonic and spiritual wisdom, they deny the truth all the time. They deny the truth because they don't want to accept the truth. They're arrogant. And that's why it says here, do not boast about it because they're arrogant. Don't be arrogant. A professed Christian, hear this. If you take something home, take this, please. A professed Christian who is proud of boasting, self-centered, loveless, and arrogant is a fraud. That's not a Christian. A professed Christian who's proud of boasting, self-centered, loveless, and arrogant is a fraud. To claim otherwise is to deny the truth. That's not God's wisdom, my friends. That's why I said before, it is hard to find a self-professed fool. But if we don't accept where we are, we can never change. We can never change. Such a wisdom, verse 15, does not come down from heaven. What's the outcome of that wisdom? Man, I didn't know time has gone by so fast. You guys are probably there like, okay, finish already, Pastor. What's the outcome of that type of wisdom? If you let the influence of society, the world, and Satan himself make you, uh, you know, make your decisions, what's the outcome? For where, uh, verse 16, for where um, you have envy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder. All you have to do is look at your life. Is your life in order? If your life is a mess, and I'm sorry, I'm just going to get personal here. If your life is a mess, you have to think, you have to consider, have I been making godly decisions? Or have I been making early decisions? Have I been making decisions based on what God is telling me? Or have I been making decisions based on what other people have told me? And what society thinks. You will find disorder. And people will also go ahead and do evil practices. How is your life? This is the result. As a result of being motivated by the wrong wisdom. You will do it in the wrong. You will express it with the wrong behavior. The wrong actions. So there is confusion. There is disorder. There is evil practices. I don't know about you, but when I look around the world, again, 
I will repeat it over and over. I don't see order. I, I don't see order. I don't see, I don't see people being, you know what? Oh, I'm not confused. No, I see a lot of confusion. People are confused about even who they are. That's what they say. There's 114 genders, right? Not two. There's 114 now. Today I woke up. By the way, you know that today I woke up thinking I'm a tree? It's not true. It's not true. Today I woke up thinking I reincarnate Maradona. The best. You don't know who Maradona is. The best soccer player ever in the world. Uh, these people are nonsense. It's nonsense. And that is because the vast majority of the world lives their lives according to early wisdom. Dead wisdom. Demonic wisdom. Not wisdom at all. Not wisdom at all. That is the outcome of early wisdom. Wisdom that promotes the world, the flesh, the devil. Demonic wisdom. Its purpose is for you to have a life that is not orderly. To have a, to have, to have a life that is confusing. That is the purpose of early wisdom. Having no sense of direction. Why do we see so much disorder and confusion in the world? Because most of the world lives according to selfish ambition, bitter envy. Because most of the world lives according to early and spiritual wisdom. Heavenly wisdom. Is so different. I'm just going to read these verses and hope that you will examine your heart based on these two wisdoms. Early wisdom. What's its operation? What is the root? What is the origin? The origin of early wisdom, but wisdom that comes from heaven. Heavenly wisdom comes from heaven. And that wisdom that comes from heaven, its operation is pure, peace, loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy, good fruits, understanding, impartial, sincere. And its outcome is completely different than disorder and confusion. Its outcome is that you become a peaceful person. I don't know about you, but there's one thing I pray every day. Lord, Lord I, I'm asking you, if there's one thing I'm going to ask you today is, I want peace in my life. When you get home, don't you just want to get home and, and say, you know what, there was so much trouble at work, I just want to get home because I want peace at home. And unfortunately, sometimes you get home and you don't find peace. Because somebody might not be living in God's wisdom, but in earthly wisdom. You got to think about that. I, I mean, if there's one thing, when people ask me personal questions, I said, you know what? I know there's trouble, there's tribulations, there's everything, there's all kind of trials in life. That, that I understand. But I just want to have peace in my life. Despite of all that stuff, I want to have peace in my life. But the result of godly wisdom is peace in your life. Your decisions of the type of wisdom you have. And I want you to see this really quick. Let's go to the next slide. And uh, I keep on saying we're going to finish, we're going to finish. And it's like, so it's operation. In its operation, we have heavenly or true wisdom or early and false wisdom. Look, 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 look at the comparison. Heavenly wisdom is pure. You are crystal clear with people. You are pure. Your intentions are good. What is uh, early wisdom? Disorder. It's completely out of order. No pure at all. Uh, let's keep on putting them up. Uh, you are considerate. In other words, you worry about others. You worry about how others feel. You don't want to offend people, but sometimes you got to do it because you got to tell them the truth. But you got to tell them the truth in love. No, the other one, this one's considerate. In other words, you're not selfish. But the other one is selfish. All they want is what they want. So heavenly wisdom is submissive. So it's humble. 
It's submissive. They, they, they learn, you learn, when you have heavenly wisdom, you learn to talk to one another and agree with one another. And sometimes you've got to agree that we disagree. But you've got to be willing and humble and submissive to talk to one another. The other one is not humble at all. I want what I want. I don't care what you think. Heavenly wisdom is full of mercy. In other words, I'm understanding, but I'm also compassionate. Empathy. You know that empathy word? It's, it's missing in our society. People are not being, they don't have empathy for the most part. It's what I want. I don't care what you feel. I don't care. That's your problem. You deal with it. And, and, but full of mercy and bitter. Full of mercy if you have heavenly wisdom. Bitter if you don't. Uh, heavenly wisdom has good fruits. In other words, good changes. You see good things done by the people. But in early wisdom, it's a lot of confusion. Who are we? What are we? Where are we going? What are we going to be in 10 years from now? A lot of confusion. People have no idea. It's impartial. In other words, everybody is the same because we all created by God. And the other one is envy and jealousy. I don't care about others. I just care about myself. Heavenly wisdom is sincere. It's open. It's transparent. The other one is self-convenient. Whatever I tell you, I don't tell you for your benefit, but for my benefit. Heavenly wisdom, peace and loving. That's what we want. We want peace. We want love. And the other one is a lot of chaos, disorder. A lot of chaos, disorder, and confusion. I'm just going to ask you this to finish. Because I went way over my time. Pastor Roy preached for two weeks, so it was due for me to preach. Actually, I should stay here for another hour. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not going to stay here for another hour. I want to eat lunch. What kind of wisdom are you using? What kind of wisdom have you been using? Have you been making decisions based on so far? Are you using this kind of wisdom that you have in your life, whether it's earthly wisdom, heavenly wisdom, God's wisdom, demonic wisdom? Are you using that in your home? How are you dealing with people at home? Are you dealing with people at home with these characteristics that we just saw right now? Or with the others? With heavenly wisdom? With earthly wisdom? How are you treating your family? How are you treating other people at work? You make that choice. Life is about choices. You make that decision. How are you going to live your life? How are you going to live your life? Nobody can make you do anything. You've got to do it yourself. But if you have selfish ambition, let me tell you, things are gonna, not going to end up well. That's why it says right there that all it is is a lot of confusion and disorder. Look at the result of your life. Remember how I began talking about this? Your results today, today your life is the result of your decisions. So if you keep making decisions... With earthly wisdom, your results are going to be a lot of confusion at home, a lot of disorder at home. If that is the case, you need to come to God and to begin by respecting God. Because based on that respect, that's how you're going to make the rest of the decisions in your life. If you love God and respect God, you're going to love people and respect people. Starting with your own family. Let's live with God's wisdom. Let's just strive for that. Let's do our best to apply that. Once you apply that, you're going to be wise and understanding. Our Father in heaven, we thank you so much this morning for your word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for James. Thank you for how he rode this letter, how the Holy Spirit inspired him to, wrote, to write this letter. So much truth that passes the time, the test of time, that we can look at 
and say how amazing it is that James knew what we were going to be experiencing nowadays. Lord, we pray that you will help us to have respect for you. So that way we can have respect in every other area of our lives with other people. That we will use the right wisdom to glorify your name. Forgive us, Father, for being selfish, having selfish ambitions, for sometimes getting mad when things don't go our way. For not being considerate of others. Forgive us. Help us be better. Help us follow your word. And thank you for giving us another day. So we can correct the things that we have done wrong. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. And all God's people say, Amen. Let's stand for one more song.